What's up? What's up, music producer? Yeah, in the house. Come what on, up? music producers. How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? I'm doing good. I was talking to them. Oh, okay. Let us know. Listen. They are doing good. They're doing good. Holla. Hope y'all are doing good. That's why we ask, are you doing good? That's right. We're doing great. We are. How are you doing, Ray, with the buttons? I'm doing great. I'm ready to go. Nice. Well, we are here in the studio, yes. live, if you're watching live. You live. Know, what else you want to say, Ray? Hey, man, I'm, I'm just excited. To- Do we even plan the show at all? We're just letting them hang? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually really did plan the show a lot. Yeah. We got a lot to cover today, a lot it, of good stuff. It's a good one. We're just shooting the breeze a little bit before we jump in. Isn't Mom, that what they do on podcasts? Shooting the breeze. They're like, hey, man, I had a really delicious dinner yesterday. And yeah. And like people that are watching don't even care. Hey, real talk. My washer broke the other day. And so I had to go get a new, another one. How did it break? Brought, I don't know. It like, stopped spinning? Yeah, it just stopped spinning. I know how to fix that for like 15 bucks. What? It's the belt on the bottom. It's not the belt. Okay, then you're good. Right. <laughs> you're welcome to come over and look at it. But I did it. My mom didn't believe that I knew how to fix them. And then she just like, all right, go ahead and try it. And I fixed our washing machine. Well, then, but then the one that we got when we brought it back home. Guess what? It didn't work either. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I had to go get an- uh, yet another one. Gosh, you're That's out there right. hustling. That's right. They don't call you the washing machine man for nothing. Oh, is that what they call me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Rome. This is and I, Ray. And I'm Raymond. We're music producers. How many That's Grammys right. do you have, Ray? <laughs> Just three. <laughs> we I'm never we never toot each other's horns. <laughs> That's awkward. Yeah. We never, we never toot our own horns on that's, this show. That's awkward too. We never, we never. Uh, what does that say? Keep brag. it clean, Rome. We don't brag. That's right. But Ray has three Grammys. Just yeah. letting you all know. Come on, we know what we're talking about. If you tune in and you just see Ray on here and you didn't know that, <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's cool. He has some information." But no. yeah, I've been fortunate to play with some great players and some great projects. Three of them got Grammys. It was awesome. I just need to start making you a title that has the word three Grammys in it. <laughs> well, that's Ray what my Instagram Ray three said. Grammy boy. <laughs> no way. In the, biz- in the building right now. No way. I'm going to. Watch. Don't. People have to know, Ray. People got to know. They can know. Just read the bio and keep moving. Read the bio. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the hard part about being humble. Is like, oh, I, hey, and, and Rome had, which I haven't had, uh, Rome has had a song or two go viral so what are you gonna call me i'm gonna call you young rome mc <laughs> who, who was the artist young ma young ma that's right hippity hop oh god go viral anyways we're in the building today that's right want to let you all know we have a very special gift for you called industry standard productions right there on the screen if you go to forwardproducer.com slash isp and it's free guys and it is jam-packed of uh, what the seven steps to leveling up your production mm-hmm. when you level up your production folks you get more money so work Easily more yeah money. so work on that skill do the hard work grunt you know do all the the grinding level up your production and that's a tool that that will help you do it you know there's people that don't do these things that's so right. whenever you learn them and you utilize them you're not only going to make more money just because you could acquire more money, but you're going to be ahead above the rest. That's right. Exactly. You're going to make amazing art, right? Great productions, and you're going to make more money. 
Yep. That's what we want for y'all. Make some more money. That's right. I know some of y'all out there, you've been like me. You've been over at your nine to five or whatever it is. Struggling. Or you drive up to your nine to five. Oh. Listening to the song that you're working on. Uh Uh-huh. And then you're like, crap, I got to take the headphones off and go work. Right. I should be in the dungeon. No, in the studio. That's right. Finishing this track up, but you can't because you got to work. So We want to make a living at this. Yep. We want to get you all leveled up to make some money. Money. So go check it out, forwardproducer.com slash ISP. Mm. We have industry news, Ray Dog. This is so... He can't even speak. He's so excited about it. This industry news is very interesting. Okay, guys. Is it interesting news or industry news? Industry news is very interesting. Okay. All right, so here we go. Chinese streaming giant Tenet, or sorry, Tencent Music. Not to be mistaken for 50 Cent. That's right, which is basically the Spotify of China, right? Has this year crafted over 1,000 tracks with vocals sung by human mimicking artificial intelligence, AI. One of those tracks has over 100,000, sorry, 100 100 trillion billion. (laughs) One million. Well, uh, it has over 100 million streams on it. Is that a billion? 100 million. So one more digit up is a billion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it needs well, a ten, it needs a ten. Well, a billion is is ten times one hundred million. Right. Got it. Okay. So, uh, what happens, guys, when Spotify, Apple Music, and TikTok starts doing the same thing? Could this kind of AI tech represent an existential threat to the big three major music companies? Uh oh. Could it also represent a generational opportunity for independent music companies? Think wow. about that. Making AI tracks and starting your own independent music company. AI right? tracks, huh? There you go. So uh, there's one guy, he's a founder of this uh, company called Fruits Fruits Music. He Not writes, to be mistaken for Fruity Loops. That's right. Uh, he writes, perhaps data science and create uh, creative minds are already try, uh, training AI neural networks that will produce thousands of hits a day. Perhaps tech like this will become the defining smash songwriter mm. of tomorrow. Man, a lot to unpack there, guys. A whole lot. A lot. AI is trying to take over the planet. Right. What so, are your thoughts on AI, Radar? Well, here's the deal. It, it's already up and running. I mean, I mean this this article is definitely talking about that it's already kind of moving along. This company, Tencent, in China... They made over a thousand songs and put them out, you know, with AI. And one of those songs has a hundred, a hundred million plays. That's just amazing That's to me. That's crazy. So, what do you guys think, man? Let I'll us tell you know. What I think. Let us know in the comments. Let us know. So, what's because you have some experience with the AI, I think don't the you? The AI music that they're putting out is not streamed by humans. Yeah. Let's think about it this way, Ray Dog. Is it good or bad? I haven't heard it. Subjective. Based off of what I've seen with uh, the AI vocal plugins, yeah. so they're like, type in the sentence. And What's the will... name of that plugin? Do you remember I have it? no clue. Okay. I was hit with ads, but yeah, I heard type, it and I was like- Yeah, type uh, in the sentence and it'll sing it for you. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, if you're doing electronic music, it's a cool thing. Uh-huh. Because, you know, like a lot of 
a lot would want the vocals to kind of sound robotic because it's just a genre. Yeah. But this one, even if you put it on rock, it still sounds like kind of weak, in my opinion. But the way I think of it is, yeah. if you are AI making music and singing, why not AI stream? What do you mean? You had a robot, that's your computer, make your music. Oh, and a robot listened to the music? So you're thinking the... Robot didn't listen. They played the song. So you think those 100 million streams from that China's version of Spotify are AI? I wouldn't say 100%. I would say a large chunk of it is. That is interesting. I would say a large chunk of it is. Think of it this way. Well, that would mean that the Chinese company is being, what? Misleading. (laughs) (laughs) I was thrown off by the pinky going up there. (laughs) This is the way I see it. If I was a non-moral company and I was able to manipulate numbers, which that could be spoken for a lot of different areas. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. going in detail. <laughs> not getting political. <laughs> we're going we're to keep it keep music it clean. production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do something like that, but to manipulate numbers to promote my own whatever. Yeah. Let's say the owner of Tencent is, well, they are the ones that developed the AI. Correct. What do you mean? <laughs> So if they were not moral, they would, I would assume they would go and let the robots do all the work for they, them. They, that's the whole point. Like literally. I mean, not the creation, what, the streams. Oh, and the listening. Well, listening. Yeah. Relatively speaking. I see what you're saying. I wonder what it'd be like. How many streams would it get if it was on Apple Music and Spotify? Oh my would, God, dude, that's, that's. That is freaky because... Because they would still be able to use bots potentially, but would they get cracked down and get revealed? Like like on Spotify, and hey guys, let it, this is a discussion, so let us know your thoughts in the comments. But is there anything to stop an AI program from streaming music? That's what you're Other saying. Other robots? <laughs> That, that could realize, oh, this is not a human doing Like, it. how does Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play know that that's a person listening to a stream? Or do they not? They don't even, they don't know that that's not I'm humanized? Sure I'm or? sure there's variables because, like, let's say you are talking to a robot. Yeah. Early years. Now it's more, they could fool you probably. But uh-huh. early years, you could tell it's a robot. Even though it sounds right, you could tell, okay, the way that the rhythm is on their talking, the tone they're using, when they're inflecting certain parts, you could tell like, okay, this is fake. So I'm thinking the same way of how there's, st- there's stats on us for everything. There's stats on how we open our phone in the morning, whatever, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And that's all inter- information data that's a human operating that way so unless they can make the ai or the robots duplicate that and randomize it how random humans are yeah they they it'd be hard to fool i think it'd be hard to say like that that's very that's a interesting perspective on that and then you got people that just listen all day long and just let their thing play playlist boom right and that could seem like it is a bot doing it yeah i guess so like i mean honestly you, you know what you could do you could, let's say, all, th- all thousand of these songs, put in a playlist and just put it on repeat and play it night and day. Yeah. 
You could, they could do that. I've heard, I've heard of some group that they told, they're like, all right, they, they were just trying to stick it to the man saying streaming was trash. Yeah. So they told all their fans, go stream our music while you sleep. And it's just a silent album. <laughs> wow. And then what happened was they, the companies struck them, like gave them a strike for that because it's not, I guess it's against their policies or something like that. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah, but there might be ways that AI can get around them them policies. There's there's ways to get around it because bots. You could pay someone to bot stream your stuff. Right. You could pay someone to bot follow bot everything. Yeah. Is it smart to do? I would say heck no. If you want to do this for a living, because you know it's not authentic. Okay. Well, look. What what about the the other guy, the the fruits um, fruits music? Mm-hmm. founder who said that this could perhaps tech like this will become the defining smash songwriter so what do you what, think what about is the name what the fruits music yeah fruits music it's ceo fruits. yeah fruits I never music. but anyway they he think ma- it could smash all the real authentic music no 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 he's a perhaps tech like this will become the the defining smash songwriter so in other words what do you think about AI becoming the next hit songwriter. That's what he's saying. AI becoming it? Yeah, AI writing songs. Now, I know I've definitely seen articles over the last year or two about that, um, but technology advances what? Like exponentially every Way year too or something? Fast for law. Right. So, what do you think about AI writing songs? Let us know, folks, in the comment. That's a great question. Well, if you really think about it, the AI didn't 100% write it. What do you mean? Where did it get its information from? <laughs> so they did they write it or did they reassemble the information they already had to create something new, which is basically what humans do anyways. Well, you know all those, uh, you know, that's hot right now on, on Instagram and, and TikTok, all that, those AI renderings that people are doing? Mm-hmm. So, right. So what if, what if you had a program where you could, you could type in, you know, the, the different lyric directions like fun, poppy, summer, mm-hmm. right? And then have the music fun poppy summer right yeah, i think you know, that's already out there right if not it's definitely in the works man then an ai could get a number one but <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna imagine? probably turn, that's gonna probably turn into did a human being write this or was it done by ai right so maybe let, let's talk about this because this you mentioned number one billboard should they be having discussions at billboard of course i, I hope they already are Hey, we're only going to allow human music, human written music, to be on the charts. Well, then you're going to get into variables. Because if you think there's some plugins that you could hit, I want this sort of rhythm MIDI structure. Right. Boom, and it'll spit it out. And then it'll, you didn't make that. The AI did. Dude. Or chord progression. This is getting crazy. The fact that we're even having this discussion is crazy. It is bonkers. <laughs> like we're we're gonna include with one of our things. We're gonna include a MIDI pack, right? Preset chord structures, scales. Yeah. All they gotta do is drag and drop. Yeah. Did we write that or did they write that? So that, if they got a hit, where's the where's the? Line? Well, we would have to sell them with cop- copyright free. Exactly. So what does that look like with AI? Four one six minor five. Is that copyrightable? I don't know. Not nah, it ain't. Anyway. 
That's but, nerdy for today. Yeah, the, man. Hey, man, this is a deep topic. We actually might go one day and do a part two to this because it's up. very interesting. Follow up. And also, hey, give us your comments. Comments, comments. Let us know what you're thinking about this topic. For sure, because it's crazy, y'all. Go for it. It's the wild, wild west out there. Wild, wild west. All right, so let's move on because we could stay on this topic all day. We probably could have made an entire topic, <laughs> Podcast, but right. we'll move on. So we're going to go top three. Top three. Oh, yeah. Digital audio workstations. DAWs. What's your top three DAWs for everyone watching? Let us know in the comment comments. Content comments. That's right. What your top three DAWs are. Rome, what are your top three? Uh, bah, bah, bah. Cha-ching. Yeah, that's what happened right when you use the right DAW. My top three. We're just gonna say all three. Yeah. My top three is Logic. Ah. And if you talked to me a few years ago, it wouldn't have been this way, but it currently is Logic, FL, and Pro Tools. Oh, okay. Why? And a runner-up is Ableton because I use it pretty often. I don't use it like I should. I use it for live tracks, which we'll talk about in a little. In a second, right? So why is that? Because it's your top three, and why? Logic because it used to be Pro Tools, but I couldn't stand how much Pro Tools would crash and always having to hit Command S and just different issues with it and updates not updating the issues. Yeah. So I had to push myself into Logic. Yeah. And I ended up loving it, which y'all, if you listen to this podcast at all, you'll hear me say I'm a Logic user. Logic Audio. I'm proud. Logic Audio, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm a I'm an older generation. <laughs> so Logic is number one. Uh-huh. FL Studio, because that Ooh. was one that was early on, almost as, as uh, new as Pro Tools, maybe a few years after. I hear FL's great for making beats. It is. Like Recording is a nightmare beats. for me. But okay, making stuff, producing instrumentals. I've done all my EDM stuff, all my rap stuff, a couple of like pre-production for worship and rock and metal stuff. Yeah. But it's cool. a bomb. Well, my top three are, in this order, Logic... Pro Tools and then Ableton. <laughs> Let us know why. Logic, Pro Tools, Ableton. So Logic you because- you haven't used FL Studio yet. No, <laughs> the programming capability in Logic is just unbelievable. And I love how to easy- To me, I think FL is better than it. Really? I might need to try yeah, it. Maybe because I'm used to it. I'll, I'll do a beat. I'll do a song. And, I'll do a beat. And a, and Anyways, a FL, for programming try. it, I cut you off. Yeah, the ahead. programming. I, I just absolutely love the programming. And then, and then uh, Pro Tools, I mainly do for- um, editing audio editing mm-hmm. I love Keep talking, I'm listening right I love um, the audio editing capability in Pro Tools now there are some friends of mine aka Roman as one of <laughs> one of them being that hey Ray you need to try the audio section in, in Logic because it's amazing and you know what guys I think I'm going to try that over the next in couple Logic? of months yeah like I, I would love oh, to you mean stay like the mixing and all that. Well, no, no, no. I actually really enjoy mixing and logic. Mm. I really do. Um, but I'm going to try because I, I, for me, logic has always had a clunky audio editing portion to it, which I never really liked. That's why I went to Pro Tools in the first place. Pro Tools to me is very intuitive on its audio editing, mm-hmm. but everyone's just telling me you just have to set up. You know the you know the key the the, the you know key yeah, commands right. and keep talking all that all that and logic and then it should be just as good as Pro Tools right so that's what I'm going to try to do 
because I would love to stay in one DAW if at all possible. It, just as good it, as Pro it, Tools. It, it is way a, better than <laughs> it is a pain in the butt to go from DAW to DAW to DAW. Yeah. So and then Ableton Live to me is the best thing for for live music live. production. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I know I know a lot of people mix in it. I know a lot of people, you know, make tracks and all that, but I love it. I'm already set in logic, so I don't wanna have to reinvent the wheel there. That's always hard. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why it took me years to not move from Pro Tools. Nice. I was like, this is I'm too comfortable, but the crashing pushed me to the edge. That's right. Well look, those are our top three DAWs. Let us know in the comment what your top three are. Let us know. Let us know. I have a feeling there's going to be some Studio Ones in there. I've got a feeling. Is there any Cakewalks in there? There's some Reapers in there. What else is there? Reapers. Reaper? Is Cakewalk still even out? I don't know. Uh, I think they morphed What's the other big new. PC one? Um, not Cakewalk. It's Reaper. No. No, Reapers, I think both. I forgot the other one. Who knows? Yeah. You all know what it is. Y'all know what's up. So let's jump into the main talk. We're going to talk about making money as a live music producer. Live music producer. The first one we have is a stagehand. Well, hang on real quick before we do that. Here's kind of what we're we're thinking. Um, If you already have a skill set as a producer, right? So you've been in the studio. uh, You know the Dawes, Logic, you know, Ableton. Logic Audio. Right. Logic Audio and Pro Tools. You know all that already. You know microphones already. You know tracks and and audio editing. So if you know all that, what's cool is the live music production is another vertical where you can actually make more money. It's a little branch in the whole system. Right. So if, if yeah, hey, stay in the studio. Um, to, to me, you can look at them as a separate stream of income. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's cool to stay in the studio doing all that, but hey, there's another stream out there for you, for you producers, and that's in the live, the live arena. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are making a lot of money in the live, in the live. Very arena. true. And we'll talk about. Let me think. Which one? I'm trying to think which ones I haven't done. Right. The first one was going to be MD, right? Uh, the first one, stagehand. Oh, stagehand. I think I've actually done all of these. Okay. <laughs> to some extent. So first one, stagehand. Have you been a stagehand? I have not. Well, I've slept gear. <laughs> you what? Slept gear. What? Move move gear from point A to point B. That's a stagehand. But you I did know. it because you were helping. Well, and because, I, I mean, a lot of, I mean, I had to set up my own drum set. I got to yeah. load in all that stuff. So this one we're talking about is more of the people that are like, we need you to help run the cable from wherever run the house over here yeah keep the stuff organized yeah running cables setting things up all right. that so you're right yeah as a as a producer in. yeah as a producer you can definitely do those types of things because yep. you're doing that already at your studio yep i don't think i've ever been hired directly to do that but it was part of what i did working in other avenues uh-huh but they hire that, especially here in Austin with the live music stuff going on oh, all the time. Yeah. They're looking for people that know how to do it. Or if you connect with a company that yep. does already backline and all that, right? you could do it. Absolutely. Which another one we could put on here is actually renting out your own gear as well. Uh-huh. But yep. We just said it now, so that, take that as a bonus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next one's monitor engineer. Right. So that's actually big. I mean, it's a lot like... 
mixing on the fly mm-hmm. uh, that you're getting monitor levels and all that set up for for the band and for the the, the singer you're doing eq you're doing compression mm-hmm. you're busing mm-hmm. you're doing all that from either a live console pitch correction maybe pitch correction maybe. um and you're all you're doing that from either an, a console or an ipad that's connected you know mm-hmm. through the internet you know with a with a rack you know, yep. like the Behringer X, mm-hmm. X32, mm-hmm. all that. So absolutely, in, in a way, you're mixing, but you're mixing for five, six people. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> monitor mix. That's I'm trying right. to think of anything else to add. And, and let, let me tell you, monitor mix engineers make a lot of money because they got to hear themselves. Mm-hmm. On stage, their live performance is is truly hanging on what they what they feel they sound like in their ears mm-hmm. so yeah i've i've done i've worked as a monitor engineer and it's pretty intense it's yeah it's demanding especially if you got people trying to tell you to turn this up <laughs> turn this down that's right we know what a lot of uh a lot of places are doing too is they're giving them like there was a thing called avion yep i hate it when we, it came out it was fun but. yeah I, i've been using the behringer p something 16 yeah, p16 i like those yeah, those are cool, but you could still, I mean, you could still, if you put, if you ran everything flat, yeah, the mix probably won't be the best for a monitor. You have to put some little EQ, so a little bit of But compression. that's why they have that there. They have a limiter, too. Yeah. You can squash But if you give it, it to them too flat, oh. it, could, it could sound, because a lot of people, how many people actually mess with that EQ? I do. What do you say? <laughs> you do, because you're I do, an engineer. It, yeah, I know what I'm doing. But yeah. people that don't know what they're doing, they're like, uh, what are these? Right. I think that sounds better. Right, but you got to make it sound good if they use those, which a lot of people do. There or some go. people get wireless control, like you were saying as well. Uh huh. Not necessarily the engineer, but the whoever. Right. But if you're doing like a live performance where the bands are going in and out, in and out, oh, you got to be on your boom. Again. You got to go in there and yep. dial it. Make sure the clicks all the way up in everyone's ears. That's right. <laughs> Next one we got is front of house engineer. Ooh, F O H. F-O-H. F-O-H. This is the biggie because this is what the audience hears. Sheesh. But F-O-H, like front of house engineers, they're making more than the They monitor. make some money. <laughs> and they don't have to do any stagehands or setup, typically. You know yeah, what I mean? Depending on the gig. Yeah, they have other folks doing that. But man, again, you know, you're mixing uh, for, a, for an actual audience. So again, mixing consoles, you're doing... In fact... Uh, one organization I worked for at the front of house, we had two SSLs, one full SSL for the live mixing and then one for the monitor mixing. Oh, so the front of house person mixed the monitor? Uh, no, se- separate monitor, separate desk, separate monitor engineer, but they were both at front of house. Uh. Yeah. So, and FOHs, man, they make some good money. They do. And I think a big thing too is good if you're money. able to group these as a skill set uh-huh you can make a lot of money too absolutely because some places may not have the budget for a monitor person but if you have enough knowledge to do both yeah like i've done that where i've taken an ipad like this mm-hmm. and gone out i'm able to walk around mix front of house yeah hop on stage give them a, a monitor mix as well yeah and do it all absolutely if you're, especially if you're mobile like that and wireless yeah if you could get that skill level yep you're gonna make some money Oh, or what sure. about the front of house now that they're doing uh mix rack from waves? 
Oh, I don't know about that. Where you could run, oh, that's right. You could run your plugins, your waste plugins off the side and round trip them back in. And that's right. Them. And that's what a lot of guys are doing um, is, in fact, I mean, in my experience, what they'll do is during the rehearsals, and, some, and like if you really got, if you're on a good tour or you're in a good venue, you can actually rehearse, you know, the, a, on a different day than the actual performance. Put your mix together, do all your plugins, do everything, and do, and then have complete re, total recall mm-hmm. on the day of, and then your job's already been, you've already actually mixed. Mm-hmm. You that's know some I mean? that's some next level game which we could put put them on right now for sure. You run a digital board. Yep. Make sure you have a flash drive. Uh huh. Plug that thing in there after you get your mix set. Save it as a backup, especially for churches. Don't get yeah. me started on some well, church churches and, and clubs, right? Yep. Because you got the same thing coming in for like anything, any venue that's consistent. Yep. Yeah. Save your little backup on there. That's right. Recall it. Boom. And then all you have to do is just kind of make a few tweaks for Couple the actual levels. event that's happening. Or another next level thing putting your pitch correction in front of house but not in the monitor mix oh <laughs> boom or in your live stream mix there you on the live stream we that, haven't even talked about that we didn't even have it on the notes here i know <laughs> we'll, we'll tie it in with a uh, live recording too there are multiple ways man as a producer you can make money in the live front you guys might be leaving money on the table for sure uh next one we have these are not in any particular order which right. Y'all can realize that because we're thinking of them as we're adding more <laughs> as right. we're going. The next one, the music director. Right. For me, this is the biggie, right? Because you're it's almost the identical skill set going moving from a studio producer over to a live, live what I would call live music producer. Because what are they doing? They're live hiring the band. Yeah, live live performance producer. They're hiring the band. They're running the rehearsals. They got to put up all the charts if the band needs that. There's, there is quite a bit of administration uh, for an MD with a live band. It's the same gear. You're running tracks. You're talking from the aspect of a band that's on tour. Yeah, on tour or you know churches, clubs, you know all all that kind of thing. I think some some places you'll have the band there. And yeah, you can still you can still direct as well. Yeah. So you're thinking like if you're able to do that sort of stuff where you. Get the band together. Yeah. Get the charts. Get the music. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then For sure. But, but if you're set. if you're in the church, that's happening. If you're in if you're in a club, you know that's happening. Are you if, in your own band? Right. And if you're playing, let's say as a a music producer that's in the studio and you've been working with an artist and they really uh, they you just do, sing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, it's a great uh, working relationship, right? And then the artist might, hey, can you come on the road with me? Sure, I'll do a couple of weeks of touring. Mm-hmm. And then just move over and you do the exact same thing. Yep. You help make that production. Boom, bang, and bang, and bang. Brace for getting he has this little thing here. Yeah, it's kind of a little pointless after the, you know. After let, the fact. Hang on a second, the, guys. Let me push you. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta put it right in the right time. Let me find the button. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I think what you're saying with the music director role, if you're yeah. able to fill like all those different avenues, not avenues, but different roles of like getting the band, blah, 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 producing yeah. the music, that's really big. Yeah. Because I come from the church world where like a music director, you just have to know enough about the music and the band is kind of there. You right. can choose them. Oh, no, no. Yeah. On, on tours and things like that, because that's. Yes, I do have a church background, but you know, I also have a background in touring. 
and that's what you that's what you do mm-hmm. is uh, you you pick the band, you hire the band. In fact, uh, the uh, the artist manager will just give the tour manager and and the MD a budget and say, hey, you got X amount to to fill up the band and all the gear and all this. They have to be willing to sleep in a van that a bird will come crashing <laughs> through the window. That's right. That's great. Or a Prevo, nice <laughs> tour bus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, so we have next live recording engineer, which just could be the live stream production as well. Uh huh. They're live a little streaming. bit separate. I guess front of house is very similar to live stream, right? More so, so than recording engineer. So what happens in the live recording session, and you definitely need someone in the back producing everything that's going on. Uh, you have a splitter somewhere on the stage mm-hmm. that splits the signal that comes in from the snake. And one one uh, one splits to the front of the house, and one then to the back recording gear. Mm-hmm. And you just set up all your gear in some room in the back, and record the thing. Yep, I've I've done it this way where you have it split. And I'm a big fan for live audio for the live stream uh-huh. live production. Yeah, I'm a fan of doing it all in the DAW. Nice. And just having your stereo outs to the camera feed or wherever they send it right, out, the broadcast right, feed. Right. And then if you're doing it in the DAW, you just hit that record. There you go. Let it roll. Hey, and all the streaming stuff, you know, if you set it up right with the right people, you can do that at every club you go to. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's another way. You can even probably charge for a live stream experience. Yep. Absolutely. More ways you can make money off of it. That's right. And then the recording side, I mean, you could just be the one that recorded. You don't have to fill anything else. But if you have a home studio <laughs> and you can go. mix or edit that's right or overdubs yep another a game trick too with live audio uh for the stream especially yeah is to have enough musical knowledge in order to know what pitch correction key for each song needs to be in and when to switch it yeah because i've yeah. seen some i've seen some flops where they didn't switch the key <laughs> yikes the band's playing in one that's key really bad give us a good one that's bad. Yeah, so if you have the knowledge, you could do it at a high level. Boom. Uh-huh. Boom. Kudos. Next one we have is Run Tracks on Ray's number three DAW. Yeah, Ableton. that's Ableton or Proto. <laughs> I mean, you can run tracks on any of those things. You can run it on the app, too, on yep. your phone. Yep. And the go-to is Ableton, though. Yeah. But, like, the, the musical director part, the uh, recording um, part in the back and actual running tracks those are all producer level type skills yep uh, that you can again make money on another vertical mm-hmm. it's all stuff that you already know mm-hmm. so yeah it's very familiar like the church that I was doing tracks with recently went from like one I'm not fam- I'm not super familiar with Ableton uh-huh. but they had one view that was kind of like buttons on the side uh-huh. for the timeline yeah and then they recently switched to the actual timeline window that i'm that we're all super used to in the right window the arrangement like, yeah this is great so now i'm able to jump through around pretty easily yeah but if you're able to get developed a skill where you know it back and forth all those different things oh you were in clip view clip yeah right yeah I, that, that, to this day that confuses me yeah but if you're able to do that and you hook it up to a little midi keyboard too where you can switch mm-hmm. your start your stop change the quantization boom jump around you're in that's it you're in you got some skill uh next one we have is dj wicka, 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 have wicka. you dj before no i have not i was a wedding dj for a hot but hey minute. i'm a producer i could probably do it you could easily do it yeah easily do yeah. it. yeah because some djs 
do it on the fly. That you know, do all that fly. And but I, from what I understand, <laughs> these big DJs that I have these half million dollar shows and all that, all that kind of stuff. They're at the end of the day, they have the whole thing planned out. I mean, they've worked hard. They what? Like, like I've actually seen them in in rehearsal halls. They got the lights. They've got video. They got you know their entire show, and they work it out over several months. But then when it comes to the gig, all that stuff's prepared. Boom, they just hit one button and go. Mm-hmm. And add a couple effects in there here, right, there on the right. transition. Exactly. But man, hey. But they have to do that in a DAW. That's true. You put the whole show, whatever it is, 30 minutes in there, and you clip your transitions, your little breaks, blah, blah, blah. Right. The whole file. And and, and we say DJ, but but it's it's really turned, morphed into EDM music, man, where if you start off as a DJ and you actually become an artist, mm-hmm. a yeah, DJ, that's the, artist role's huge the EDM artist, oh, my God, dude. And these... I mean, dude, they're making half a million, million dollars a night. That's wild. Some of these big guys. So, something I, to consider. <laughs> I st- Yeah, for sure. I started my grind as a wedding DJ. Yeah. Like, I'm in the wedding business now. I do more videos. Hey, that's how I think Dr. Drake got started, too. Really? Yeah, doing DJs at parties and weddings. Well, there you go. Booka, booka, Point booka. proven. That's so, right. now, now I do video and photography, but when I DJed, I got hired out by a company. Yeah. They paid me like 200 bucks for four or five hours whatever it is which nice. is cheap they made another 300 off the top because they facilitated the equipment and everything oh wow but i had the knowledge to go in there i knew how to fade in tracks live i knew how to go through their must plays and stuff like that at a right wedding. and weddings are always going to be going unless something catastrophic happens everybody's so you make a little keep, side change in the wedding dj that's right they hand out your business card that you can mix down whatever that's right exactly <laughs> i think that's it that's it anything else there was another one we talked about we didn't dive into, though. That's enough for now. What? Oh, renting out your gear. Right. Because lives, I mean, that's, he don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gray doesn't want to do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd rather, instead of renting it out for Rent that out much money, right, I'd just rather get another gig, and then it's the same money. Yeah, but you don't have to go there and fulfill it. You just say, come back. I know, but it's my gear, man, because if something goes wrong. Insurance? Come on, that's right? a sixty-day process. We're talking about ways to make money. It's a sixty-day process to or, get your your gear. Then you got to buy the gear. Then you got to unpack it, set it all up again. There's more than one way to skin a cat, Ray Dog. How many ways is there to skin a cat? Ron? Probably around nine, I'm assuming. Are <laughs> <laughs> you thinking about like rock and roll rentals here in town? Yeah, they're a gear backline renting yeah. company. Yeah, I've used them before. Or if you want to go next level, if you want to do it just strictly online, like there's places called lens pro to go and stuff like that borrow Um, lenses uh where you just ship them out so if your numbers make sense that makes me queasy does it well you're thinking on a personal level you're thinking on a personal level yeah or if you want to be another level get an ai to develop not just kidding (laughs) no no you're right Get an ai to sing a song (laughs) to sing the song for you and you and then sell it performs it live that's exactly right (laughs) that's good yeah so there's we got at least eight in there of, of ways y'all can make money for live music. Yeah, as a producer, some some extent, you know. I mean, yeah. And if you really hustle this, you can do good. You could quit your job already. And then, like like I said before, you, you, these are skills that you already have. Pretty You're much. already doing them in the studio. They're just a little variation. That's little. right. So hey, just get out and do it live. And who yeah. knows too, that could come back 
depending on the relationships you put together, that can come back and get you more studio work. Yeah, if you kill it, which that that's actually a segue into the story that I have. Okay, well, do it. <laughs> awesome. So I have a story. It's about mixing a project, which we'll, we'll give them the punchline of the story off the front. Boom. Whatever project you get. Yeah. You better do your absolute best and kill it. Preach, brother, Rome. Do your best. Do your best. Don't overthink it, though. Don't overthink. You know, early on, you go in there and you spend 20 hours on a kick on a snare drum. It's already <laughs> sounding good. You just no. overthought it. You, some, you're going to do it, but you know, don't overthink it too much. But right. kill every project you get. Kill it. Just do it the best you possibly can. If you need a second ears, you need to pay someone to do it, or if you need someone to fix all the time line like you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Do it. Whatever you got to do to make the project the That's best, the because it's going to come around right. outside of you getting paid. Right. So I did a project probably. Let me think. Probably almost eight years ago. Yeah, back in the eight day. years ago. Yeah. When I moved here to Austin, yeah. so I remember I told you I had the studio set up in Grand Prairie, yeah. and I was listed high on whatever on studio in Dallas. Yeah, I got contacted. They said, hey, I got a project, a mix project. Can you do it? And I said, send the files. Right. They sent the files. I mixed it down, did a couple revisions. Well, this is also a side note. I would not recommend doing hourly rate unless it involves you coming to your studio and record. Right. Project, I would recommend doing a project rate and do limited revisions. Gotcha. So you tell them two revisions, and this is the amount. Right. Because you know how much time it's going to take you. Really, the people aren't paying for your time. They're paying for your knowledge. Right. So they sent the project over. I said, blah, 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 blah. This is how much it's going to charge for the, the, the record. Sent it back. Cool. They loved it. They spoke highly about it. A couple times afterwards, they're like, yeah, they're going to do another project. We're probably going to call you. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Years went by. I didn't do any project. They contacted me here and there about, you know, a couple of things. Nothing really happened. And then recently, I get contacted. Hey, Rome, I've been trying to reach out to you. I've been meaning to. I've been working on this project. I actually produced the whole thing, I guess, the instrumentation. And they're like, I'm going to send it to you. Do you think you could do it? I said, sure, send send a track over and I'll see what I'll, what I could charge based off what you all send me if it's right. know, worth it. Sent it back. I said, I'll, oh, they sent it to me and I said, I'll charge this much. Yeah. Mix and master. Yeah. Which some people don't recommend mixing and mastering, but. Yeah, it's hard, but. It is what it is. For these projects. I got a method to my madness. Yeah. So, sent it back. They said, cool, the price is good. Let's do it. Okay. Eight years later. Eight years later. Dude, that's. Same artist. That's a great working relationship that you've kept going for mm-hmm. eight years. But if I didn't kill that first project. That's right. Or let's not say kill because that actually for a project, I killed that project. <laughs> if I didn't really they knock that, park out of the, that project out of the park, they yeah. probably would have been like, uh, no, nah, we ain't calling that guy yeah. back. And also, man, it's not just that too. It's it's you, you've been able to keep that relationship mm-hmm. yeah, open. They, they have my phone number. Right. And, that's, and then they send my phone number to other people. I mean, you give them great work. It's a great, you're a great hang, great working relationship. That they, is they huge. They didn't even need to hang with me, though. But but still. I was, I could. They I, like working with you. Right. Like this project, I mixed the 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 next song, the one they recently sent was on my laptop, on my headphones. Yeah. Wow. I mixed it down using my templates, my presets. I knew yeah. what I was going to get. Yeah. Sent it over to them. Bada bing. And they were like. Let's do it. So, there you go. There you go. Good story. Off a laptop, y'all. Come on, y'all. That's all you need. So we also have a viewer comment. Yeah. So let me pull it up. 
It is my Brazilian friend Shelly. Shout out, Shelly. Shout out. Obrigado. 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 If you're talking to a man. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Obrigado. So he's he's uh he commented on when I had told the story last week about starting off with Pro Tools and yeah it was funny yeah so he said I started with Cakewalk Sonar <gasps> wow so I think it I guess it I don't know what he said by Cakewalk Sonar I just knew yeah. it was Cakewalk so maybe Sonar is the one yeah it turned into yeah said so back in 2000 with a cheap eight channel mixer dang with a stereo output captured by the, by an onboard sound card in a Pentium 2 desktop running Windows XP. <laughs> wow. So we have surprisingly similar stories. You come a long way, baby. <laughs> and he's doing great right now. He's doing awesome, which we should get him on the podcast. Heck I think yeah. he'll enjoy that yeah. eventually. But yeah, that's the grind. That's the grind, man. You all check hey, out his IG. And also, he, get, he just got started. He got started with what he had and started moving forward. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to overcome your fear. That's and just right. Just go after it. And just get started. And it's sure. going to be ugly up front. You're going to be running PCs. <laughs> Son, our K-Walk. Help us on PC. I thought I was doing something on the PC. But hey, as you learn and as you grow, your production gets better, your gear gets better. Yep. It's awesome. That's a great story. So we want to remind you all, go to forwardproducer.com slash ISP. Industry Standard Productions. Just put in your email. You'll get that thing. Yeah. Real quick. Level up your your music production. Leveling up. We want you all to win, y'all. We don't want you just to be uh, working on a job you don't want to work. We want you to be doing what you love. Absolutely. Let's go check it out. Also, if you could do us a huge favor, huge, 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 huge. Huge. Favor. I'm going to look at you right at the camera, please. <laughs> this will mean so much to us. If you go like, rate, share, comment, subscribe, it will mean so much to us. Absolutely. It will help us out a lot. If you get any value out of this podcast, it should be easy for you all to share it. Yes. We appreciate you all. All right, guys. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace out.